Welcome to Know Your Foe on Colts.com, an in-depth look at the upcoming matchup. Here are your hosts, Casey Vallier and former Colts wide receiver, Bill Brooks. It is time now for Know Your Foe right here on Colts.com. I'm your host, Casey Vallier, and I'm also joined by Colts Ring of Honor member, Bill Brooks. Very excited for our guest this week, getting us prepared for the Lions. He is an Indiana native, the pride of Evansville. You hear him everywhere during college football, NFL season. You turn on a Madden video game, you'll also hear him there. It's Brandon Godden. Brandon, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us. I appreciate it, Casey. Thanks for the kind introduction. Well, you know, I want to stick with that introduction. You know, we, we talk about the Indiana ties. We know you're from Evansville. You went to Butler. You were the voice of Butler basketball during those incredible runs. I want to ask you now, Butler basketball's been down a little bit, but Thad Mata back in the mix. How about that? Yeah, I mean, I'm extremely excited. And look, I love Laval Jordan. He's one of the best guys you'll ever be around. So it's it was hard for me to see him get passed for this next opportunity for Coach Mata, but I get it. And they say that season tickets are booming, and I think that they've got a lot back. They've added a couple pieces, so there certainly is a lot of excitement around Hinkle Fieldhouse, and I can't wait for November to roll around for that. Well, that's Brandon Godden. You can hear him on Big Ten Network, Fox, Westwood One, and also on the Madden video game. And you'll be handling the play-by-play duties for the Lions during the preseason. We've had a couple joint practices this week here in Indy, so we're not expected to see too many frontline players in the game coming up here on Saturday. So mainly just big picture. Let's start with the quarterback. Jared Goff, is he the long-term answer for the Lions, or is that someone they're still trying to figure out? I think it's something they're trying to figure out. The good news is they have an offensive coordinator now in his first season named Ben Johnson, who is very close with Jared Goff. And they actually worked this offseason together to kind of build this offense. Now, there will be elements of last year's offense, of course, that are still there because Dan Campbell's the head coach returning, but there will be a lot of new pieces. What they wanted to do was implement what Jared Goff had success with when he was with the Rams. That means, and we saw it in the first preseason game when he was out there, you're going to see a lot more play action this year. And they feel like they've got more explosive playmakers on the offensive side. TJ Hawkinson is back, but they feel like they've got a really good combination at running back with DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. They brought in DJ Chark, who Colts fans will remember from Jacksonville. He feels like he's got a new lease on life at wide receiver. Uh, so I think if, if you think about how they're changing things on offense, Jared Goff says he feels like a rookie again, like he's re-energized by this new system and this new offensive coordinator. Um, I, I think it's going to be a good fit and a much better year for the Lions than it was a season ago when they won just three games. Brandon, you mentioned DeAndre Swift. Now, last year he missed four games but still had over 1,000 yards from scrimmage. How important is he going to be in this Lions offense with, as you mentioned, new offensive coordinator Ben Johnson? Yeah, well, keep in mind, too, with those 1,000 scrimmage yards, a Lions running back had not done that in eight seasons. So we know that the Lions, since it, it seems like since Barry Sanders, have really failed to find that key running back. And they feel like, look, I'm not saying DeAndre Swift is Barry Sanders. Let's not get out of control. But I, but I, but I think when you couple him with Jamal Williams, they had pretty even carries last year and pretty even rushing numbers. It's a pretty potent one-two punch. Now, because of the playmakers offensively that they've added, I think what sometimes is getting lost in the mix 
is that this offensive line could be one of the best in the NFL. They really have a solid front headed up by Frank Ragnow in the center. It's a really, really good offensive line. So I don't think that they'll struggle to score points. You, you guys may be getting to this in the future here in these questions, but I think the question mark really for Detroit will be heavily on the defensive side of the football. Now I want to move to a position that offensive coordinator Ben Johnson has coached in the past, and that is tight ends. T.J. Hawkinson is one of the most reliable tight ends in this league. Last year he missed five games because of an injury. How good can T.J. Hawkinson be in, this, in the National Football League? I, I think he can be one of the best tight ends, no question, in the league. I mean, and you, you saw two years ago he makes a Pro Bowl in 2020. Last year, if he did not have those, those games missed with a thumb injury that you referenced, he would have had better numbers than he did in 2020. And they really think because they've added a couple pieces at wide receiver, we haven't even mentioned Jamison Williams, their first-round draft pick, uh, the wide receiver out of Alabama. But they think because of adding him and Shark that Hawkinson will actually be freer. He was such a focal point for defenses last year, and he still will be. But they think now that they've got more weapons at wide receiver, it should open things up even more for Hawkinson. And keep this in mind, too. The offensive coordinator we talked about, Ben Johnson, he's the former tight ends coach. He has a very close relationship with T.J. Hawkinson. So if you're coming up with a fantasy football draft and you need to take a tight end in the sixth or seventh round, I would be looking seriously at T.J. Hawkinson because he could have a huge season. We're talking with Brandon Godden, who's going to be on the call for the Lions preseason TV. Now, I wanted to talk about the guy you just you just briefly mentioned, Jamison Williams, arguably the best receiver in college football last year, tore his ACL in the national championship game, which made him fall a little bit further in the draft, and I'm sure the Lions fans are pretty excited for able to grab him. What are the expectations for him coming off an injury? I know it's an ACL, which a lot of times guys are recovering faster and faster from that, but what are the expectations for him? Yeah, well, first off, with the injury, he hasn't been doing anything other than workouts on his own. So they have not said this. So don't don't quote me as saying this came from the coaches because it didn't. But it seems like he may still be about a month away. I, I would be shocked if you would see him in the first couple of games of the season. Okay. Remember, you mentioned he dropped a little bit because of the injury, and he did to number 12. The Lions, though, moved up 20 spots to get him right. from 32 to 12. They really wanted him. And when he is healthy, what he does is he adds that big play threat that they lacked last year. When they were good in the passing game, a lot of it was going to Amon Ross St. Brown, who's a great receiver, but he's more of your short to intermediate passing game. Jamison Williams, and they're hoping Chark as well, can take the top off of a defense, can really get downfield and be that vertical threat with their speed and explosiveness. And look, all, all signs and everything I'm hearing are saying that his, his ACL recovery is going great. You just got to remember that it happened at the end of last season, right. so he needs a little bit more time. But once he's out there, he should be really, really good. Now, flipping the defensive side of the ball, sticking with the youth, you know, they're at the second overall pick. They took the local product. And Aiden Hutchinson from Plymouth, Michigan. I've heard a lot of people before the draft say he was one of the safest picks in this draft. What have been the first impressions of Aiden during camp? So last week against the Falcons in the first preseason game, second play from scrimmage. He beats a block on the outside, and he gets a five-yard tackle for loss. And Ford Field went 
nuts because that that's what they've been waiting for. This defense has struggled. They were really toward the bottom of the league in every category last year. And a big reason why they struggled is they could not get pressure in the backfield. They couldn't get sacks. They couldn't get tackles for loss. So Aiden Hutchinson, here he is. He's the hometown kid. He played at Michigan. It's like the perfect story. And on the second play in the preseason, he gets in for a five-yard loss behind the line of scrimmage. So, yeah, I mean, I think he was a very safe pick. He was the obvious choice. Detroit wanted him. He wanted to be in Detroit. It seems to be the perfect marriage. Now, look, if you're eight games into the season and he hasn't produced or his numbers are just okay, which is possible when you're a rookie, then it could let some air out of the balloon. But there's about as much excitement for Aiden Hutchinson in Detroit as I think there could be for any player in any city. Brandon, I want to stay with the defense here and move to corner. Jeff Okuda has had a rough start to his career. He has only played in 10 games in two years due to injuries. And he's coming back, off, coming back off a torn Achilles last year. How has he looked in camp, and what are the expectations for him going into this season? He looked shaky early on in camp, just not like he was 100% himself. Even though when camp started and reporters circled around him, the first thing he said is, I am so hungry, I feel like I haven't eaten in years. <laughs> and, 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 and he said that because of what you mentioned. As a rookie, he misses seven games because of a core injury. Last year, he's so excited to get back out there. Week one, he tears that Achilles, misses the rest of the season. So when you're a number three pick and you came from a program like Ohio State with all these expectations and you haven't been able to be out there, he's frustrated, he's hungry. But the first couple of first, I would say three or four practices at camp were a little shaky. Uh, but. Dan Campbell said he was encouraged by the game against Atlanta. He made a couple nice tackles and looked pretty comfortable out there and had some nice plays. But he is not locked in as a starter. He, he is in a position battle to get that second position. So they know that Amani Oruwarie will be one starting corner. The question is, will Akuta get the other spot? And that remains to be seen. Will Harris is the guy he's kind of battling for for that starting position. Either way, though, you should see Akuda, if healthy, playing regular snaps this season. Well, final thing with Brandon Godden, who's going to be on the call for the Lions preseason TV. Looking at this season as a whole, what are the expectations for this team? I know they were a three-win team last year. Seems like they've added a handful of pieces via through the draft and free agency. What are those expectations for this team in 2022? I think expectations would be to win around seven or eight games. Uh, and anything more than that, I think, would be ahead of schedule. And some Lions fans may hear that and say, well, you don't want to go into a season saying that you're going to miss the playoffs. No, but realize where you've been. Realize the struggles that this franchise has had, what Dan Campbell's trying to build. And I think if you go from three wins to seven or eight, Look, if you told Dan Campbell that right now, he'd say that's not good enough, and I understand that. But for us on the outside looking in, we can say I think that that would be a success. If they won, I'll say this, if they won 9 or 10, it wouldn't shock me because of that offense, but the defense has got to play better. I definitely think they win more than three. I think they double that win total this year and start to build for the future. But but the defense has to has to show us more than they did a season ago. That's for certain. Well, there you go, Brandon Godden. I'm sure you don't need this, but welcome back to the city this weekend. We love having you, and hopefully we'll talk again soon. 
Always awesome to be back home. Can't wait to get this game going, and thanks for having me. Once again, thank you so much for Brandon Godden for taking some time to talk with us. It's the home preseason or opener for the Colts. They host the Lions on Saturday, which kicks off at 1 o'clock Eastern at Lucas Oil Stadium. The Colts will close out the preseason next week as they host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And to get us up to date from the Buccaneers standpoint, we're going to talk with Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. But this Saturday, it's the Colts and Lions at Lucas Oil with kickoff at 1 Eastern. For Bill Brooks, I am Casey Vallier. Go Colts! Go Colts!